Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Live from Estopan All In. It's the Bamos Morados Podcast. Powered by the state of Louisville. Welcome to the Bamos Morados Podcast on the State of Louisville Podcast Network. I am your host, Zach. I'm Benton. Benton, it's good to be back. We took we took some time off. Oh wait, that was is. oh gosh, time is a time that we were already back last week, weren't we? That was two weeks ago that we took. A break. We got we we were delayed this week because of a holiday. That's probably what what threw you off mentally. There we go. Very Just understandable. Enjoy. That's what it is. There was it was a holiday weekend last weekend. It feels like yeah. we took time off. <laughs> Did you have a good Fourth of July? No, I had a pretty crappy Fourth of July. There was a big storm and I got called into work. Uh, How about you? <laughs> Sorry. I did not work. Uh, got to hang out. Went to Northern Kentucky. Saw the family. Then hustled back here to Louisville. Went to a little shindig with the with the wife's family. So I kept pretty busy. But nice. uh, you know, one less work day. So and that was another positive to it. Yeah. Never gonna be mad it about is, that. It is nice when you get to get off work for holidays. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and you're nice and rested. What What are you into this week? So last week I revealed that I'm into rock climbing now which I still am, but to kind of piggyback off that, I'm your like, co-host, I need to actually... your co-host showed you the ropes over the weekend. You did. Yeah. We went climbing together and your daughter is way better than me. <laughs> I got to work my way up to her level. But, she um, was amped. She has, she has asked to go back to the climbing gym every day since we went. <laughs> Good for her. But um, yeah, no, that was a, that was a great time. And so, what I want to do to kind of complement my climbing is I've been researching and looking a lot into grip strength. And so I'm going to try to train a ton specifically on that. I'm going to try to do other workouts and whatnot intermingled in there, but I want to try to get into a routine. I haven't been in any sort of like consistent workout routine in, in a long while. I'll do stuff intermittently, but, uh, but nothing consistent. So I'm going to try to make this consistent. Now I have 
what's nice is that I'll have this goal in mind of 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 climbing to yeah. shoot for. Because I don't have something to shoot for. That's when I kind of like wane. Like I used to run a lot, but when I stopped signing up for races, like after the pandemic, then that kind of fell apart. And I don't like to like lift for the sake of lifting. I don't know. Yeah. So grip strength is my my thing. And I'm hoping to get really Although huge I, forearms and not to not to burst your bubble. I am a big proponent of uh early on the the best exercise for improving your grip strength for climbing grip strength for climbing is climbing. Oh no, I'm still gonna I'm still <laughs> definitely gonna be doing that. I as do well. think you like it, it's kind of weird because I think like early on just climbing is the thing that's gonna get you strong for climbing. But I do think most people tend to hit like a plateau a little ways on, or it's like you hit a point where you're climbing harder and harder stuff and, and you, and you get to a point where just the climbing won't make you strong enough. You have to train, but that's, that's like a ways off. I think early on, yeah. you just keep climbing. Yeah, no, I, I totally realize that climbing will probably would be the best thing for me right now. I'm just, I'm not ready to commit to any sort of like unlimited pass to climb new yeah. or something like that. When I get to that, then, then it's a different thing. Well, but for now, I remember, it's, it's like not a lot of visits per month to make it so that the membership is, yeah. is more, more reasonable for climb new. I think it's like, I just want to, it's like four visits a month is the break even point. Anyway. Yeah. I just want to make sure that I, I, I like stick with it. So you already um, bought shoes. That's a big commitment. Well, I, yeah, I did. Um, I mean, I should have did that. I, I climbed a, I go like a year or two back for a little while. I should have just went ahead and pulled the trigger then. So that I had them in, but you um, you don't want to be like us who both bought uh, me and Lori both bought uh, harnesses for go- taking trips to the gorge and rope climbing. Mm-hmm. And we've not been to the gorge since <laughs> <laughs> we bought harnesses. I think uh, a couple months uh before we had a baby and then also the pandemic happened and we've we've not made another trip to the gorge dang yeah my uh my other friend he's um he does uh, i i do some climbing with him but he likes to do like the full on like the tall walls and stuff so i'll do some of that with him but that i i think i prefer like the bouldering in nulu i just like that better and i think um, the bouldering because they tend to be like you'll get more endurance from rope climbing but bouldering because the stuff tends to be harder it's more concentrated I, mm-hmm. I think you get better at climbing a lot quicker with bouldering than you do uh with rope, rope climbing so it'll be good yeah fun. so I'll, I'll do both either way i'm wait. i'm waiting on that commitment of like the, the gym memberships the shoes like well, i will say bad. it was very like our first trip out to the gorge after we started climbing and got into it at Kanulu, i was very thrown off because i was like can we can we spray paint some colors on where all the hand and footholds are? Because I kind of like it at the gym when, when I, I could just follow the color and here I got to like, look at the rock and decide for myself, what is a hand foot hold and a foothold. And that's not a skill that I've trained. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to put off like the real, like going to the gorge kind of climbing for, for a little while and just stick with the gym for now. But um, yeah, my, my hope is that, yeah, I'm going to work on the grip strength and hopefully get a real, real strong, uh, grip they'll keep me busy keep me working out keep me active burning calories and stuff while i'm not at the gym that's my uh, that's what i'm into this week zach what about you what are you into so uh, i think i i mentioned pinball a couple weeks back on me yep. but uh this week specifically there is a uh, a new pinball machine out that i have really been enjoying i finally like uh got to play it for a decent amount of time this past week uh foo fighters pinball 
Where is where that, is it at? Is it at like Rec Bar? Is that the name of it? It is What's the it's one with all the video. Bar, but it's also at Mile Wide because that's I oh, okay. <laughs> I uh, I played it at halftime uh, watching the racing away game. I really forgot they had pinball machines there. Yeah. So uh, yeah, but Foo Fighters pinball it is it is really fun. It's uh, it was designed by this guy Jack Danger who he's like a he started out as like a streamer like he did on like YouTube and Twitch stream pinball and then I think he also d- did like animations for one of the pinball companies and this was his first like real pinball machine that he designed for them he's a designer now and it's it's like super fun and i'm not super duper into the foo fighters now but teenage zach was really really into foo fighters so <laughs> it's like a little nostalgic but like they have a lot of good music for it so the the music's good and the layout's really fun like it, it flows really well you hit shots and it like flings it around into other parts of the play field in a way that's very satisfying so i i have really been enjoying foo fighters pinball this week very good. Do you get the high score on the machine? I did not because I'm still figuring it out. I did get uh Lanky. I, I played some of the other machines. I don't think I have any high scores at Rick Bar. I've got a high score at uh if anyone goes to Logan Street Market, I do have a high score on the Star Wars machine there. So I'm in the midst of a celebrity. But my mile wide, all the good people play there, so I don't have any high scores there. No. You gotta work your way up to that. All right, Ben. You wanna cover some foosball? Yeah, it's about time we talk about some soccer, isn't it? Yeah, we had two, I don't know, weird, two very weird games. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a good way of putting it. Weird. <laughs> two two draws that I would have been happy about before the game started that I'm kind of frustrated about after the having watched the game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I uh, I I totally agree with that and we'll We'll kick things off with the uh, the racing side of things because they both occur on the same day, different times, thankfully. So that was that was a I nice could, a good amount of separation. Like it was, uh, you could go somewhere and watch the racing game at three, and then go somewhere else and watch the Little City game if you wanted. Yeah, it was a good it was a good setup for us. We went climbing in the morning. We were able to we had plenty of time to you know get back home and then get ready and watch the uh, the racing game. You know, spoiler alert: I, I fell asleep. At, at a pretty critical uh, junction. You fell asleep at the perfect out. time to fall asleep. <laughs> okay. As far as Ben knows, it's a great game. Yeah, I fell asleep about the 70 at the minute. I'm like, man, if they can just hold on and it just kind of dozed off. And then I went and checked the score. I'm like, what the hell happened here? So let's uh, let's let's get into that one. Oh boy. A two-two so, draw. On the road at Seattle Rain, who's or OL Rain is. Um, <laughs> it's soon to be no longer OL ring as of next year. Uh, is that like official or is that? Uh, I believe the OL group officially said that they're selling their share in it at the end of the season. Interesting. I missed that one. Okay. It's maybe not official, but it, okay. it was, it's, a, it's pretty like, yeah. I believe uh, you. I don't doubt you. I think they legally have to because Michelle Kang, who owns, um the spirit is buying like a controlling portion of ol i knew that uh, part and so i figured what you were saying know, was tied and to i that think that capacity. legally she cannot own two teams in the same league so I, I i think even if it weren't already a thing that came out i think you'd just put two and two together that <laughs> either she has to sell the spirit or ol has to sell 
uh, the rain. Anyway, let's see. This is why they should not be named so stupid because we have been super duper sidetracked. <laughs> um, so 2-2 draw on the road. Racing took a commanding two-goal lead at the 76th minute of the game only to go on and uh, tell me if this one sounds familiar, but they gave up two goals in the last 10 minutes and ended with a draw. A draw that feels like a loss. Now, this one was interesting going into it because with all the players out in international duty, like it was kind of felt like a little bit like of a wild card sort of matchup. And I think that we were, uh, we were probably a little, a little better off as far as like not missing or as far as missing pieces go. Is that, is that a fair assessment to say? They, they were missing a lot more than us. Yes. Yeah. So, um, so I was kind of ho- hoping, holding out some hope in, in that dimension. I know normally if we well, went and played in full strength, that would. They've played good against the rain in the past too. So it's like, it's a team they've always seemed to match up well against. Yeah. So under normal circumstances, I would have been satisfied with a draw, but like with all the players out in international duty, I'm like, I don't think it's completely unreasonable to see if we can't sneak out a, a win here. So that's kind of what I was mentally aiming for. And for what I saw the match, um, I mean, I thought we played we played fine. Um, I think we did a good job to earn, uh, earn that PK. Wong just kind of fired in that ball and got that uh, um, <laughs> hit off the hit off the player's hand. I forget who it was that hit, um, that it was. Oh, I have her face. I'm I'm picturing her face right now. This is going to bug me. I I, I, I actually it. don't remember. Fishlock. Fishlock. There we go. Just her. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, I so I. I was awake, so I saw that that penalty around the the twenty some odd minutes. Um, you know, our play wasn't bad. It didn't like blow me out of the water. I'm like, I I think they they can hold this out and 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 see it through. And that's kind of what I was thinking to myself as as we were dozing off. But that's when uh, that's when all the the chaos happened. Oh boy! And it's like, what is it with this team and giving up leads due to headers? It's always headers. It feels like. And that second, like, I, I think that first goal was just a very good goal from uh, Rain. And it's, like, going to happen. But that that second one, I don't want to call it fluky, but, like, a a flick-on header with your back to the goal, <laughs> like, uh, down on your knees, essentially. It, it's just, like, you. that's a, it's a weird goal. That, that's not... You do not place that goal like that often. <laughs> yeah, and it's just it's just such a wild, weird like momentum shift, right? Like, cause it was like they started they got their goals shortly after our, our second one, which the second being the one from from Paige Monahan, which it you know it looked like some of the players from the rain kind of stopped playing and weren't were playing through the whistle on that one and and, and opened up the opportunity for us. Continuation is a thing in soccer. <laughs> you, you, if the team that gets fouled still has the ball, they get to keep keep playing. <laughs> you think we would be be able to maintain that positive momentum, right? Like they just kind of blundered, gave us a second goal. You're you know you're nearing about ten minutes left in the match, and then they go bang in two. That's devastating. Demoralizing. Absolutely and had it continue to happen. I think. Um, oh, I feel bad. I'm not going to credit him. Somebody posted on Twitter. Was it Anthony? I don't know what you're referencing, so I can't help you. I'm Twitter friends with a lot of people that I don't actually know in real life. Anyway, uh, I think it was him. But he posted that uh, if if Racing Louisville had won all of the games they had two goal leads in this season, they would have 
24 points and be in second place right now. Yeah, that, that was brutal. him. And that was, uh, that was devastating. That's the kind of makes it put down your phone. Like, oh, I don't need this negativity in my life. Which <laughs> kind of like, it shows like, man, they, they have looked so good this season and have, have put together really good stretches and have played well and just cannot hold on to leads when they get them. I mean, the flashes are there. You just, we just don't off, we just don't often get it for that full 90 minutes that, that you need it for. Yeah. And this is, you know, it's the flashes that we've seen. That's the, that's, that's where my optimism stem from all season. But uh, I mean, we were talking about this a little bit before we start recording. I'm, I'm not feeling pretty doubtful about the playoffs. I know it's still very much like statistically possible. And maybe this is just a pure vibe thing for me now, but I I feel like we're going to look back at matches like this. And there've been several other, like just big missed opportunities where we're punching up the teams above us on the table and we didn't capitalize on it. And I, and I'm really afraid those are going to come back to haunt us. I'm going to, I'm going to throw this out there. This is a conversation. This is, this is a throwback. This is vintage. This is, this is a thing all of us in the fan base used to talk about with Louisville City in years past. But it's like, at what point do you consider maybe like changing formation and subbing on another defender when you get a two-goal lead? Like, does, does the because this has been consistently a problem, like team gets up two goals in the second half, like do we switch to a five? five back line back there and just like park the bus, try to get out of there. So I don't, I don't mind it when I'm it's going to be the dumb soccer fan and, and suggest that. No, I don't, I don't think that's a bad idea. So let's so look at it this way. Like you're, you're playing against a, a good team. Yeah. They're missing some of their good players, but they're still good. Like look at like some of the, the stats from the match, like XG wise, like there wasn't a lot created on either side, less than one on both sides. You just, uh, I mean, that's just the kind of match you just want to you want to see it out. It's not like you're you're completely running the show here. I mean, score wise, yeah, you're up two nothing, but by every other metric, it's not like we're absolutely running away with the match. I would not have been mad or criticized them at all if they went kind of very defensive for like the last like 10, 15 minutes up, that match just to see it. There. <laughs> I mean, it's different what you're right. If you're like up two nil and you're playing against a bad team and you've largely been just fully controlling the match. Like and then if they went to a park the bus thing, that would kind of that wouldn't feel good. That wouldn't feel right. And if you on think the road about like against a team like Rain, yeah, yeah. And I mean, you, you think back like, to like Louisville City, for example, and like think about some of these teams that we've just absolutely just like beat up and clobbered before, right? Like if we were up two two nil on like a Loudon at you know at, at home or away, either way, and, and parked the bus for like the last ten minutes when we were probably controlling the show for the whole like the whole way. Well, I wouldn't like that. So I think it's context Here's dependent. The thing, though, Louisville City kind of started doing that last season and it was pretty effective. Like Louisville City got in the habit, like late in the games with a lead, they would sub on an extra defender and switch to like a, I say a five back, but like a three back technically. I, but even whenever they did that, they still very much kept like a heavy, like offensive of, of presence. I'm thinking more like batter down the hatches. Like we're just seeing this thing out. We're not necessarily trying to score another one. We're putting 11 players in the box and you're going to have to shoot through us. <laughs> so, so, I mean, in, in this context, like, yeah, I, I wouldn't have been mad about that, but I mean, like if we're like kicking Orlando's ass, it's just like, it's, it's become like, so consistent of a problem that it does beg the question. If there's like a, 
is it just a mentality thing or is there like a tactical thing that needs to be done to address it? So super disappointing. And again, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling pretty pessimistic on the team. Maybe, maybe a week or I just need a week or two to, to get my optimism back. But right now, like after one like that, I'm like, man, that, that feels like a, that feels like a nail in the coffin to me yeah. again, statistically still, still very much alive, but like, I'm, I'm not feeling it right now. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're four points out. There's eight games left or seven or eight, whatever. I think they're completely like, it would not take a ton to get into that six spot. Yeah. I think the more concerning thing is they are now also only three points out of last place. So yeah. it is, it is tight standings right now. So it, it really, that last part of the season, it could break either way, really like, they could get a couple wins and play themselves in the playoff position, or they could get a couple losses and be in last place. Oh, it's well, to- a, little, a little scary. Totally. But right now the narrative of the season just kind of feels like missed opportunities, like close, but not yeah. close enough. And I'm afraid that's, that's going to be, and end up being the almost story have season. a playoff spot close to locked up right now. If, if all those two goal leads were wins, exactly. that's so- like, that's the, dis- that's the real disappointing thing. So I, I hope I'm wrong. I hope they make the playoffs, but right now my vibes are feeling bad. So uh, you mentioned like both of the rosters took a little bit of a hit with World Cup prep starting. Uh, I thought we we got to see a preview of what what I think we might expect to be the the World Cup break midfield with Fisher and Baggett and Howell, and I thought they looked pretty good. I thought the midfield played uh, played decent in this game. I, I think. If we're riding with that as like our first choice midfield for these for this like month or so of games, uh, I, I think uh, that looks pretty interesting. I I would like to see some more experimenting there, which I think we will see. Um, yeah, but I I think Baggett's probably kind of a lock there, and I expect maybe Fisher. You might see uh, her or some other players start there. I, I, I'd be curious to see how that goes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, very, very serviceable um, setup there. Um, you know, it doesn't feel like we're you know, slapping a bandaid on it and just trying to pray and we can, we can get through the stretch. Like still, I, I think it's definitely a, a situation that could help see us we could, through. We could also see picky. Um, so we've talked about that before flexing up into a more kind of midfielder sort of role and, or Malay as well. So that's the kind of experimentation I'd like to see. I, I would be very interested if we see some, I, I would like to see some Lauren Malay midfield minutes during this. Yeah, uh, I do. Too, yeah. Uh, you talked me into that last episode. Can we, uh, can we complain for a sec that sofa score has Jordan Beckett's last name wrong? Sofa score is pretty, um, isn't, isn't as timely as fought mob <laughs> about updating their stuff. Is, yeah, they they have her listed as, as Jordan DiBiase, which I think was her main name. Yeah. Uh, that, that's what I'm going to think- guess because it'd be very random if there's just a completely wrong last name there. Oh, so you on Saturday you were talking about like '80s wrestlers and the characters and stuff that went along with them. Yeah. Whenever I hear the name DiBiase, I think of Ted DiBiase, the Million Dollar Man. He was the uh, he was the like archetype of uh, of like the the rich guy heel. He's better than you because he's rich. <laughs> I think so. I actually, I actually, when we Wait, when we signed the, her, for I, the listeners of our podcast that we're talking on. We had a conversation at the climbing gym on Saturday oh, where I, I mentioned that I, I went on a uh, 80s and 90s wrestling rabbit hole on YouTube and uh, I enjoyed it and I liked the characters. And then I checked in on modern day wrestling 
and was very disappointed with how boring everyone was relative to the 80s and 90s. It's di- it's different. I don't think there was boring. You just gotta like it's just not as like straightforward in your face. They're all just they're all just dudes now. They have Although personalities. I, I did mention there's a really they're funny middle different. ground there. Or the the middle time period in like the 2010s. In the 90s, it was like I'm a necromancer. I was brought back from the dead, and I I have I have a dude who holds an urn that gives me my power on the side sideline. And then like in the 2010s, you have that guy still, but it's like I'm wrestling against. Uh, John, and he wears shorts. Professor of Thugonomics. <laughs> anyway, Mister, you can't see me. <laughs> the personalities seem to be a little more uh, but, flamboyantly but yeah. fun in the eighties and nineties. But yeah, anyway, I like when we signed uh, Jordan, and um, and I noticed her 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 maiden name was DiBiase. I actually looked it up on um, tried to do a little see? research to see if she was re- related at all to Ted DiBiase, but. That's not the case. Boy, we're getting very off track today. Uh, okay. I, or, or, did you have anything else you wanted to mention? No. <laughs> I had one more thing, but game related. Uh, I, I th- we threw it out there a little bit earlier, but uh, I, wa- I watched the game at Mawide on the, they have a huge projector screen there to watch on. It's cool. Yeah. And it was really fun. And we were the only ones there watching the game. Uh, so I just wanted to like throw it out there. I, I think the Legion had like a standing, like I thought like every away game was, was watched there. But um, anyway, regardless of if there's any official watch parties or stuff going on, Wild Wide is a super fun place to watch away games. And uh, I think I'm going to try to make a point to watch some more of the away games out there. And if other people wanted to come, I think that would be fun. And they were very cool about putting it on the big screen, even even with us being like basically the only people there watching it. So Highwood's probably one of my favorite breweries in town. They got like a nice, I like how they have a nice big space that's pretty chill. They got the big projector you're talking about. Um, there, I mean, they have some really with, good beer. With our daughter, I can't promise to be available for every away game, but uh, I, I would like to make it the, I think uh, we should claim Mile Wide as the Vamos Morados bar for away games. I'm good with that. Again, I'm a, I'm a big fan of theirs. And I'm they always be, do really fun name, name in their beers. Yeah, it's a good spot. You can, any, any, any of the listeners can challenge me to a game pinball at, at halftime. I'll play with that little, they have one of those little like hook things on the wall and you have the, like the ring on the string and you let it go and you try to like catch it on there. That's kind of fun. Oh, they have too. a ton of board games too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Me and Lori played dominoes uh, during the second half while we were watching. It was pretty fun. Good time. I was tuckered out. Otherwise, I, I would have joined you there. Hence me right. falling asleep hey, <laughs> during the match. Hey, Benton, did it, uh, was there any NWSL news this week? Did anything capture the imagination of the country? Well, it captured your imagination, Zach. <laughs> do you want to, do you want to, do you want me to give the lead in? <laughs> you can go ahead. You can, oh, you can so... explain what we're, what we're about to do. There was there was a clip that went viral this this past week of uh, <laughs> uh, this is Michelle Cooper and Alyssa Thompson both were given some sort of weird new uh, cramp treatment uh, <laughs> on the field and both of them had the exact same reaction <laughs> the the video has them like picture 
like side by side and the timing is like exactly the same between the two they they do not react well to it it looks like uh i think the best comparison i saw was those videos when you give a baby a lemon for the first time and and they take a lick and they're like (laughs) so uh uh, i texted you immediately as soon as that clip got you were psyched and i was like we have to buy two of these and we have to do them on the show and then in the time between when the video got popular and when we were started to record, several other soccer podcasts also <laughs> had that same idea. And then it became, it's Hotshot is the, is the brand. It's so, so <laughs> the theory behind it, I'm going to try to, they, they want people to post the clips. I'm going to try to be as, as not incredulous as I could possibly be. Uh, so it's supposed to like, overload your your nerve endings in your neck in your throat uh to like stop cramp signals from going from your brain to your muscles um, i don't think that's how that works it's uh, i mean the nwsl thinks <laughs> that's how that works they're giving it to players so who am i to doubt it um but uh so it's essentially like a super duper concentrated shot of like ginger and cinnamon and capsaicin which is the thing that makes hot peppers hot um so uh what how are we gonna do this you want we all go same time we're gonna i think we gotta go same time uh, yeah yeah i mean i can't watch you suffer and then say okay i'm gonna do it because i was wondering if we wanted to just like ask each other questions hot one style while we're, while we're reeling from this all right all right now hey. apparently I'm, I'm looking at this here and this is flavored mango which why even bother with the flavors? It, I'm not it smelling does. it. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna do it. I mean, yeah, it does not smell. Let me get the cap off. It looks like a five-hour energy, like with the like. It doesn't smell half bad. It's not too bad. I'm not, I'm not smelling it. Okay. I'm smelling a lot of cinnamon. It's actually like I like this. No, actually, I can smell the. I can smell the mango. All right. All right, but are we are we taking a sip or are we chugging? I think we got to go the whole thing, right? Oh God, no! You don't take a sip. You you, get, you just gotta do uh, it. All right. You ready? You gonna count us down? All right, three, two, one. Woo! It's uncomfortable. So I gotta say, it's got a kick, but the taste is not bad. I don't I'm like into- it. Yeah. I think I would. Is there more or less left? Why did you go back that. for it's it? <sighs> okay, it's not as bad as I thought, but it's not pleasant. <laughs> oh, been struggling. Feel like any thirds, huh? I don't. I don't do. I don't do hot stuff. You see, I I'm do not, a lot like. A, stuff, so. Yeah, I, I'll get like a level two at a place. It does go away. It does fade. It does fade pretty. pretty On the thing, it says like it's supposed to be like a thirty second hit, which is why I was confused that capsaicin's in there because capsaicin is generally like a long term thing. For heat, I thought it would maybe be more like a um, like a wasabi type heat because that's like on and off. I guess the flavor's not bad. It's dissipating pretty. It It gets exact approval. I'm not going to do it again, but like it could have been worse. It could have been worse. I does I, it does it do what it advertised? Now I was I, I, was I still to, question that. It is not as gross as as that video makes it makes it out to be. Yeah, I was I was lifting um earlier today, so my legs are a bit sore, and I, I don't feel like it relieved the 
relieve the tension and stuff they have that I have separate, there. On, they uh, have a separate shot that's for soreness. This is just for cramps. Well, I'm not going to find out if it works or not. I think that one was so okay. Yeah, so I guess in all fairness, I technically don't have cramps, but um, we gotta go more than that was interesting. (laughs) But you gotta think about it from the from the player's perspective, right? I feel like I do think so. Like going into it, expecting it to be like a spicy hit, it's not too bad. I think if someone just handed me that and was like, "Take a drink of this," I would be like, "What?" Now, like, I, I feel like when you've been like running around, you're doing a lot of physical activity, like there's food and drinks just hit you very differently. You know, I'm thinking about like after like I've, I've run some races before and then you go eat afterwards. It's like the greatest experience of my life. And I imagine if the it's like pizza ever is. Yeah. Is and I imagine like pizza? when you're wore out like that, if you take something like this, if it's just that much worse, maybe it's just like maybe it's context dependent that it could be just way heavier to take in. I don't know. Maybe those two players just don't do heat well, but it does dissipate at a pretty reasonable rate. So I will give them that. I was afraid that I was going to be choking like the rest of the, uh, the episode. (laughs) It would be hilarious if it just completely ruined the rest of the podcast. (laughs) All right. Well, let's, uh, let's, let's cut to commercial break. I'll get a few swigs of water and then we'll pick things up and we will complain about the officiating in Pittsburgh. Oh, I'm sorry. The Pittsburgh versus Louisville city match. Uh, Pittsburgh versus pro refs match. Yeah, the WWE refs. <laughs> All right, Not we'll see. Good. All right, catch you guys on the other side. Welcome back to the Mama Smiles podcast. I'm Zach. And I'm Benton, refreshed after having drank a little bit of water. I ain't going to get no cramps for the second half of this pod. It did like when you took after I took a sip of water. I feel like it was very noticeable. Like it like flushed it down and whatnot. So I haven't taken so, a sip yet because I'm tough. I'm not. <laughs> All right, let's talk about this Pittsburgh match, huh? Okay. Like there's big match heading into it. Like they're they're first in the East. We're trying to claw our way back up into our rightful position. Hey, a lot of, point, a lot of points in line, but draw on the road. Against the team that's first in the East and and is notoriously hard to get points uh, on at home, there's nothing to be angry about with that, is there, Benton? It it, it felt like it had draw um, draw written all over it, and I I wasn't wrong. I didn't expect for it to pan out the way that it did. I believe the referees of, thought it had draw written all over it as well. A lot of twists and turns. I do have to acknowledge that since it was on the road, you know, I'm sitting on the couch watching it. And part of my my viewing experience when I'm not watching in person is interacting online and just seeing what other people are saying. But Elon didn't pay the bills for the his cloud storage or whatever. <laughs> and Twitter just was an absolute mess with the refresh refresh like limit messages. And and so you couldn't see what people were saying. It was just it was just very chaotic energy to start things. I never that even I couldn't... got that message. I just couldn't. It would just like only refresh every like couple minutes for me. At the top, if you pulled it down, it would say the refresh like limit or whatnot exceeded. And yeah, so it was it was hindering my viewing experience because that, that's that's part of it for me, you know, just interacting with other fans, seeing what they're saying, and I didn't fully do that. Because Twitter was broken and Elon's an idiot. Soccer Twitter's got to find somewhere to depart to before the lights go out for good there. I'm I'm holding out hope is that that threads can be a good alternative. Literally just came out, still has some 
definitely a lot of things to, to flesh out on it. I know they 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 pushed up their timeline for uh, for rolling it out because of all the Twitter drama. So there are probably a few things they meant to to get in order before it went live. But the integration with uh, Instagram and Facebook is killer. Twitter, but well, I think that's kind of what they're trying to do. Keep the lights on. Zuck's a little more reliable than Elon. Yeah, but like Zuck owns Instagram and Instagram won't let me just see the people I follow in a way that I want to see them. <laughs> and I, I fear that Threads is going to have the same problem. He wants, well, to, um, he wants the computer to tell me what I want to see, and I want to decide for myself what I want to see. Yeah, we'll, we'll see how it pans out, but we're, I mean, clearly an alternative is one. Anyway, we're getting very off track again. Anyway. All right, focus. The following tab is the reason I'm still on Twitter. All right, let's go on. So, um, yeah, head draw written all over it, exactly what we got, but it was how we got to that conclusion, which was the the weirdness to it. It was... Um, I mean, it was a it was a tough match. I really thought, especially in the first half, we were we were up against it. We were we were the kind of the inferior team for for large stretches of it, weathering a storm in some way. We uh, I don't think that we we were allowing a ton of shots to to get off on. So to our credit, our defense was doing just as well. Yeah, I think but it was when just each, a tight, uh, yeah, tight matchup. It was a very defensive match. But each team, I mean, did create a few big opportunities of their own. I'm thinking when Elijah created this beautiful opportunity for from a TT Mushagusa, and he he just wasn't able to, to put it on target. Like that one should have at least been on target. You know, that you was that, so that was how a, good Elijah that was looks when you play him in the position he's supposed to be in. He's yeah, he's he's good. He's good. I'm excited, and I hope he's able to continue to to get more minutes because. He was he was very good. He was the main creator. Gets a very like defense of a very tough Pittsburgh team. So I'd like to like to think that he'd be able to expose lesser teams even more. Yeah. So yeah, he he had an outstanding game. Not the not the jump ahead, but he was he was absolutely my man of the match. I thought he he looked fantastic out there. But um, you know the real talking points, and I feel like such a hypocrite because I keep saying like. With the refereeing stuff, I, I I try not to complain about it. Like at the end of the day, I feel like long term it pans out. Like you win some, you lose some, but it's just hard to overlook the bad luck that Louisville City has had recently on that front. You think back to the Phoenix game, and then the occurrences of this one. The first situation I think this was being the worst one, though. I think this might have been maybe the worst refereeing. Uh, of of all of them, <laughs> I think it was the the most egregious and on and the one that was most visible too. Yeah, I mean the factors of the other ones. There's some some ways you might be able to explain why the referee might not have called it that way, but like like seeing was, how so Oscar like, took. I I try to be very fair and say like because a lot of things in soccer are judgment calls and like. Sometimes yeah. those can be harsh and sometimes those can be lenient. And I try exactly. not to like get too worked up about things that are, that are calls that are within the judgment that is given to the ref by the rules. Exactly. That foul on Oscar was not even a judgment call. That was, that was straight up a foul. There is, there was like no case that could be made for that not being a foul and it was, it was clearly in the box. It was it was not even on the line. It was like a full yard or two 
in the box. He like nutmegged the defender. The defender did not get a piece of the ball and the defender just kicked him in the knees. And not only did they not get a penalty call, they didn't get a foul. <laughs> I think even a non-soccer fan would have been able to look at that and said, that's a foul. You should not be able to do that would, in this game. I would be less mad if they gave him a foul outside the box. Because then you get to be like, oh, he like, <laughs> he saw it wrong and thought the foul was in a different spot than it was in. It just was not called a foul, period. Like, it's insane. <laughs> an, an enormous miss. Huge miss, and and Coach Cruz was immediately in the ears of the uh, of of the referee by that. Obviously, didn't didn't do us any good. But man, like in a game as tight as that one, that's a game as bad right of there. a no call as I've ever seen. Especially when you take into consideration, like on the opposite end, I think there was that that foul call on or the penalty kick on Tosh. Uh, I don't remember which game it was. Phoenix, uh, the Phoenix game, which was yeah. like harsh. But also, like, Tosh left his feet. He made contact with the player. The player, like, sold it or flopped or whatever you want to say. But, like, that is that is completely, uh, like, a, a ref is allowed to call that a foul. That, that is not mis- a misinterpretation of the rules. Like, that is that is within the judgment of the ref to deem that a penalty kick. And so, like, in that sense, it's, like, a completely fair call. There was, like, no judgment call whatsoever it was this was a black and white call that was just missed yeah i hope whatever whatever process they have for the for the officials and as far as determining correctness of calls and what they can do to be better i hope that one was that guy got very much that looked at and discussed <laughs> that was not a good one the the second one i'm honestly a bit more forgiving of this is a this yeah, is a I think the second where... one was a completely normal thing it's like it that is uh <laughs> that's what it's like to be in a second tier American League, which is like league does not league cannot afford goal line technology. And barring having like a goal line uh tech that'll tell you conclusively whether or not a ball crossed, I think no human could definitively say if that was a goal or not in real time from the field. Yeah, that I mean that's pretty much where I'm at. Like I mean that's a coin flip. I mean it sucks to lose the coin flip, but also like that's a coin flip whether you whether that's called a uh, goal or not. Yeah, the officials were a good were a good bit away. I mean this is happening fast in real time. You know the even with the benefit of like frame by framing a video, it's extremely close. I I lean towards I think it was actually in, but by my like putting it in Photoshop and doing geometry of it, it was like less than an inch in, if it was in at all. Like it was right on the the line. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm in the same spot there. I'm leaning towards it. Probably was in, we don't have goal line technology though. I, it's kind of unreasonable for me to expect the, the officials would be able to clearly distinctly see that it fully crossed the line. And that's part, and that's part of it too, right? Is that they have to be, confident in the decision it's not like you, you could say like yeah close enough they can't make that call because how I, I always try to like flip the tables like when i'm trying to make a judgment for something like this if i were on the receiving end how triggered would i be man i would have been irate if, if that got called against us because i i would have i would have been probably arguing that didn't fully you really wish you know, we had a camera angle right on the line though i feel like that is a thing the league can't afford <laughs> yeah so I, I mean yeah. i really wish there was a there was a camera that was set up like at the flag looking straight this, down because both angles, like 
it's either from the front or from behind the goal. So it's it's really it's really hard to say even in video if yeah. something like four feet in the air is across the line or not. Yeah, I I remember one time I looked up the the cost of gold line technology. Like I guess we had a I'm not about gold line like tech. I just mean right. as a no, fan, it would be I, nice to have that view. Right. But I was thinking about like, how much is that? I mean, I know VAR, there's there's more hoops to jump through there, but I'm like, what's the feasibility of implementing goal line technology in the USL? And that's like that's like tens of thousands of dollars a match to do. And I don't know why it's so ridiculously expensive. You think it's kind of one of those things you set up once and then you you can use it, but I think but apparently there's it. a lot more to it. Yeah, so, it's, yeah. Apparently like, very there's expensive. a lot of there's a lot of tech behind it that like you don't you don't buy up front you pay the company that runs it to do it for you so that's why it's a per game thing uh so so it is super it's deceivingly expensive and i think it's probably it's probably not worth it money-wise because like how How much does it really change how often do you have like an ambiguous call like most of the time it either hits the back of the net or it doesn't it's it's like you're paying tens of thousand dollars for a thing that you're not even going to use in most games Totally agree. It's not gonna. It's not largely changing the outcome. Not a not a good investment for for a league. I'm Even not gonna say stop for catch. It but, wouldn't have changed the outcome because it should have already been one up. Yeah. So, I'm, it sucks that that it's officiating decisions kind of running some of the main storylines here. But I mean, at the end of the day, that's what it was, right? It was a very close contest. Yeah. Neither team were able to kind of break through. We had our anyway, our questionable anyway, opportunities, but it was a it. It was it was a good opportunity. It was a good match. Um, I I was very pleased with it. I was very pessimistic entering the match. I'm like, man, I'd I feel good if we were able to get a draw because I I, I thought I thought Pittsburgh was gonna be good and we haven't been been rolling too hot ourselves, but um but they, they showed up and, and looked good and, and you know playing like that. I feel better about the last part of the season. Yeah. I, I, I like the fact not so much that we earned one point, but we denied them two. Is how I look at it. We kept we kept them within striking distance of ourselves. We didn't let them really extend any sort of lead on that. So that's that's kind of how I've I framed it. All in all, successful trip. You know, one point there, good. But we do feel a little little slated by by how things panned out. Where we kind of talked about it, but you know, Elijah was my man of the match. Did, Me too. Did you have him or somebody else? Yeah, yeah. He he was outstanding. Um, well, we've been talking about like their big issue this season is not finishing regardless of what anyone says it's it's creating chances and that is what he looked best at like, like he yep. he is he is a very, very creative player in that attacking midfield position um and that that is the thing they need the most right now so i it, i think i feel really good about the team if he's continuing to get minutes there and continue to play well there yeah i i kind of expect him to be in the in the starting 11 of the of the next match at home against Loughton. Yeah, I mean, he, I mean, what more would he have to have to do to earn some game time? You know, when creations need it, he was creating, it's a very tough opponent. Just very, very pleased with that performance. Speaking of uh, allowed, it's also the, the paranormal circus night. Paranormal circus night. We got a theme night again. Are you excited for paranormal service circus night? Are you going to wear your best? I, I assume steampunk circus outfit. Man, that's just. Like, why? Why do they? Why is this wear a monocle and a top hat? It's like, all right, guys, we need you to book events for the stadium. 
here's a very here's a few dates and times in which you can't do that and they continue to do that <laughs> that's the annoying part <sighs> you say just, that it's just a bad you say that as if it's like the team saying that to someone that that's the same it's the same people <laughs> that i'm like so this the stadium managers are, are different people and they're the ones booking these events it's it's ams global they run the lynn family stadium they do the yum center yada yada um so they have them contracted out to to do that part of it and so i'm yeah i mean it's it's very public when when these matches are so i don't know why why they would think it's advantageous oh we should just we should just eat into the parking and put this weird freak circus thing here yeah but they so. they they hired ams I know. They are I'm, AMS's I'm, boss. I know, and I'm situation. <laughs> and <laughs> like, I'm is, I'm sure this is not like this is not like uh the commandment came down from on high that AMS shall like run things at the stadium. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, but <laughs> I mean the first one I was forgiving of. Sorry, okay, I'm like, just very tired just... about the, the team contracting things that's about out to other people and then when complaints come in be like oh that's someone else taking care of that like no you you did that you hired them i mean they i mean they, they i mean they certainly have this some happens with in food regards that they hired this, this company but i don't think it's like they see this book and all of a sudden they can just cancel them i'm sure they're i'm sure they're very frustrated and, and looking for solutions i mean this just isn't good pr and it's not bad pr for ams necessarily it's for the club like it's just a bad look could you imagine Good thing it's Loudon who has like eight fans, but could you imagine like being an away fan and you're coming to the stadium that's supposed to be one of the best of the league? And I don't know. What if you're oh, a, you come to what if you're a big paranormal circus fan? Sure, you get, that, to, you get well, to see the circus, you get to see a game. That's the best away game ever. You come to Louisville because it's supposed to be the cream of the crop in the league. You hear all this great stuff, and then you show up and all of a sudden you're having a real hard time um finding parking because there's some weird freak show going on in one of the parking lots. It's just a it's just it's just a bad look. Like, can you imagine that? Like at a like a U of L football game or something like that. Oh, sorry, we have to close um, one of these lots because we're uh, yeah we got a, we got a circus in town. Circus so. Soleil. I, I feel like I feel like U of L football could probably pull actual Circus Soleil. The, the, I mean, there there would probably be literal confrontation. Like some of these big uh, big U of L like football fans. I mean would probably be like irate about that. Like you're eating into like tailgating spots and stuff like that. I, I just can't imagine Look, another it, like big, big sports organization like letting that happen. So it's just, if, if Louisville sucks. is known for anything, it is, it is that, normal. that downtown is a surface parking desert. There's no surface parking lots to be found anywhere downtown to, to host events. Yeah. You and your walkable city kicks. I, I disagree. Say, so this, this this is really this is really playing the little angel on the shoulder, devil on the shoulder. It, this is uh, a real. It's 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 two things I I really enjoy, which is uh, hating on parking and and hating on the ownership of the team, and they've been pitting against each other in a way that I really don't know where I fall on this one. Anyway, we won't dive any more into it, but just just be prepared when you're going to the Loudon match. The gray lot is is gonna be taken over. A lot of people already got rerouted to other lots. So I mean, silver lining is at least their spots. It's not what they paid for, but there's spots for those people. It's not. It's not as if the I don't. I don't. I don't use the parking at the stadium, so I don't. I don't know which lot is which. But it's not like the one where the tailgating is that is that far away from the gray lot. 
Yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's right there. The gold lot is what you're thinking of on the hill. Yeah. 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 Gold lot is like literally across the street. So it's not, if you got, it's not as if you got moved, it's going to be super far. Yeah. So, I mean, again, that that's, that's the silver lining is they found some sort of parking for him. It wasn't too bad. So sad, which I think was the case last time for the last circus and the other lot. But anyway, very distracted. Loudon. Washington Who, street believe- is off limits. Zach has claimed that all you, all you gray lot people are not allowed to take my street parking on, on Washington street. But Zach, correct me if I'm wrong. Loudon United has broken free of their, of their DC United oppressors are their own kind of individual thing now, correct? Yeah, they're their own thing now. They love the league That's so much thought. that they, they, they divorced their, their MLS dad to stay here. I think they still have some form of a partnership existing, but they are their own thing. Good on you, Loudon United. We always ragged on you for, for being bad. And I don't think they're as, I'm going to check it now. I don't think they're as bad as they've been in the past. I don't think they're great. Yeah. So they're, they're eighth. They're fine. They're, they're right below Indy, only a point behind them. So, oh, that's bad. I mean, I mean, they're, I mean, they're still, they're still reasonable. I mean, we're at 26 points. They're at 19. I mean, it's not the full, you know, they can, they can still pull out. They're probably a missed the playoffs, but they could make it. And usually we're used to them being at the bottom. That belongs to Hartford. So, slightly improved, Hartford but not didn't all that to you. much. They should have played the Brass Bonanza. Oh man, the brass bonanza is so good. How can, how so can good. you hear how can you hear all the brass instruments and not go win a soccer game? All right, I'm done. Um no, I mean so they're a slightly improved team, but again, it's the kind of team, especially at home, like we don't have a good reason that we shouldn't be be thumping them, right? Yeah. It should be like like the Miami match. It should be like a three-nail, three-one kind of win. But that's kind of been the whole thing with this this season is that we haven't been getting those like we expect. So I guess we're going to have to see which uh, which team shows up. Is it going to be a team that can create and finish? Or is it going to be a team where we're going to be sweating bullets against Loudon, which never feels good to say. Maybe they'll drub them five to nothing and we'll we'll wish the Paranormal Circus was there every game. <laughs> Bring them back. Whatever <laughs> voodoo stuff's going on there. Let's have that at least that element back. Bring them back for the playoffs. So, I mean, I'm going to lean optimistic. Like, Loudon isn't all that great. Um, I mean, you have to think that that Pittsburgh match was, you got to feel a little positive about that. You're a little angry about the officiating, but like, not not nothing you can do there. Control what you can control. So, I'm expecting it'll be a a good night at Lynn Family Stadium. Good win. Let's go with the good win. Let's say 3 0. I want that 3 0 win. I'm call, I'm speaking it into existence. I feel like I've done this many times this season. It has not worked, but I'm doing it again. Put the ball in the net this time, then the rest can't miss it. Zach, you got anything else for the people? Anything you want to complain about? Nope. If Hotshot wants to make a smoothie, I'd probably be down. You don't want to complain about the lack of TVs or anything? Oh, yeah, the movement to... is gaining steam, Bitten. People trying to feed that to you. And their voices are probably not being heard by the team. But but we gotta keep at it. There's Moms dozens of you. Hey, I mean, it's, I think it's a it's a I think it's a reasonable ask. It's not I, like you're not asking for them to like build some sort of other sh- like full building or something. Like you I, just want I mean, to. It's not reasonable if you build a thing that you want kids to be playing at during the game. You should have a way to watch the game from that place while you're there. 
It's like you put TVs so that you can see the game while you're in line for food. Now we'll say the TVs are not ideally located to be able to accomplish that at the stadium. There's a lot of TV location problems at the stadium. Anyway, uh, but that's the theory. And I think most other stadiums have ways to see the game from the playground and from the amenities that the stadium has. So no, not a, not a big ask at all. And uh, I, I have, I have, I have been pleasantly surprised how much traction this appears to have gotten after we posted that episode. But we'll keep, we'll keep going. We'll keep pushing. We'll fight for you, Zach. I'm here for you. I support you. There are dozens of us. Literally dozens. All right. (laughs) Anything else before we wrap this thing up? I'm good. Cool. We're calling it a day, folks. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, like, subscribe, thumbs up, whatever else you do with it. We appreciate you listening. Thank you very much. We'll be back next week. Hopefully, we'll be talking about some wins. Hopefully, we will not be talking about calls that go against us. I don't want to do that again. I don't like talking about officiating decisions. I want to talk about the game itself. I want to complain about bad calls and celebrate the win. I don't want to complain about any calls. Just celebrate the win. Anyway, thanks for tuning in. Catch you guys next week. Thomas Morados. Bye, y'all. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus. You can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.